Yo, what's going on, good people? Today is Monday, February 13, 2023. Time is 5.46 p.m. Eastern Time, y'all, with another episode of The Bridge, episode number 151 of The Bridge. Get down with Big Ron Brown, Big Fishman, Fishers on the scene, here bringing my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives. Uh, mainly for me, sports, music, politics, current events on a local, national, and global level, things that we talk about, things that we discuss every day. Um, got a lot to get into, a lot of things I want to talk about today. Of course, we got um, more updates on what's going on with the tragedy that took place in Turkey with the up, uh, with the earthquake <clears throat> in the war in the war in the war in Ukraine. More updates on that. Uh, another object shot down over Alaska and Canada. Uh, I'm give you my thoughts on the State of the Union address last week. Uh, congrats to LeBron on passing Kareem. Uh, Santos news, more and more news about his investigations and him passing bad checks. Uh, congrats to the 2023 um, Pro Football Hall of Fame class that's going in this year. Uh, Michael Irvin and his um, lawsuit that he's filing. Brett Favre is seeking charges to be dropped. And we got Super Bowl 57 updates, but as, um, we've done the past almost three years now. We're going to start with some COVID and vaccine updates. As of right now, there are 103 million cases of COVID here in the United States. 1.12 million plus people have died as a result of COVID. <clears throat> 68% of the country has been fully vaccinated. 33% of the country has received their booster shot. Once again, I'll read those numbers. They are 103 million people, 103 million cases of COVID here in the United States. 1.12 million plus people have died as a result of COVID. 68% of the country has been fully vaccinated. 33% of the country has received their booster shot. People, please go get vaccinated. Go get your booster shot. Go get vaccinated as soon as you are eligible. Go get your booster shot as soon as you are eligible, as soon as you need to get that done ASAP. This is going to be here. This is with us. We are going on three years now. Next month will mark the third year that COVID really exploded into the United States. I think the first cases was back in 20, 2019, but when it really exploded and just shut down everything here in the country and around the world was March of 2020 and we're coming up on three years now. So go get vaccinated and go get the booster shot if you're eligible for that. <clears throat> Thoughts and prayers are definitely still out with the people of Turkey and the people of Syria that were dealing with the massive earthquake that happened last week. As of right now, 33,000 plus people have died as a result of that earthquake. Thousands upon thousands of people are injured and multiple buildings, houses, and other structures were destroyed. The good news is um, they are finding survivors. There are some people who have been trapped underneath that rubble for more than 100 plus hours. Some people saying that the only thing that they had to survive off of was their own body waste. Um, I think they pulled a six-year-old little girl out who had been underneath that um, rubble for more than 100 hours. They found her alive. So they are still finding survivors in that rubble, in that damage. So my thoughts and prayers are definitely going out to those people, and hopefully they get the resources and the necessary supplies and the resources and money and equipment and food and shelter and everything that they need because they need it desperately. So the fact that they are still finding survivors 100-plus hours later, God be the glory on that. Um... Um, while in the war in Ukraine, more than, 30, more than 30 towns across eastern Ukraine are under heavy fire, under heavy fighting at this time. Um, Ukraine apparently has been using weapons from Russia. Certain Russian, certain U.S. generals, retired generals, they were not even allowed to go back into the country. Uh, Zelensky, the, 
force the president of Ukraine. He has appeals for membership, tanks, missiles, fighter jets for Ukraine, the whole nine yards. So this this has been this this month, February, marks a year since the war in Ukraine started, and Russia has been going and Russia and Ukraine have been going back and forth with each other. Um, they were saying the next four to six months is going to be critical for this war, and they they are using any weaponry any weaponry they can get hold of, any assistance that they can any assistance that they can get, they are seeking it, and they are not going to they, they are not backing down. They are not going away, and this war is apparently this is far from over. Um, like I said, the, the billions, if not trillions, of dollars that they have already gotten from the United States, and they have an open this is an open account. This is a blank check, so they are pretty much just going to give them all the assistance that they need. Um, Russia, like I said, they're continuing to fight back, but Ukraine is not going back down, and this war, this war is far from over. Um, U.S. shot down another high-altitude object over Alaska last week. And if I'm not mistaken, one was shot down over Canada a few days ago. Uh, the Chinese, China, wants their balloon fragments back because apparently these balloons, like I said, I believe they said this, um, the balloons was the size of two or three school buses. So these balloons were huge, able to tap into communications and signals and any other type of uh, technology that we may have in this country that tap into it and see exactly what's being said and what's being heard. And the fact that China want this balloon back is key indicator that they, this wasn't this wasn't an accident. This wasn't something that just oops, uh, oops are bad. Obviously, it was done for a reason, for a purpose. You flew it over Canada, you flew it over the United States, and you flew it over South America. So, China, you got a lot of explaining to do because the fact that you want this back and the fact that you did this over three countries. Hmm. It's basically, when you do things like that, and knowing that these balloons are capable of picking up signals and communications from other countries, certain certain countries and certain people would declare that a declaration of war. That would give people a reason to want to go to war, because apparently, all that, more like I said last week, all those meetings that you all were having with, with Biden and Kamala Harris going overseas and taking pictures and having dinners and having events overseas over in China and other countries, all of that was just bull. Because if you are if you respect a country and you respect their leader and you respect what they're about, you're not going to just accidentally just send communication balloons over entire countries just to, just to see how high they can fly. That's just my personal opinion. But, um, yeah, somebody's going to have to have a sit-down. Somebody's going to have to have a meeting because that can't continue to happen. Because... Obviously, any that's you're, you're you're overstepping a lot of rules and boundaries doing that. So, um, yeah, that's just my humble opinion on that. Um, another officer is facing disciplinary action for the um for the uh, Tyree Nichols death in Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee. We all know the story. What happened? We all saw the video footage. They had his funeral. They had his memorial service. And another officer is facing disciplinary actions. If I'm not mistaken, it's at least six to seven officers. Um, six, seven more, six to seven officers total, including the uh, five that were caught on videotape beating Tyree Nichols to death. But like I said, um, a week ago or last week, we in this situation, um, when you have an entire unit that is taken down because of this, 
everyone who had anything to do with that unit, anybody that trained them, anybody that uh, supervised them, anybody that signed off on for them to be officers, every case that they have ever worked in their entire time of being a cop in the Memphis Police Department is under question. Everything. You're not going to get, everything is going to come into question. Everybody in the Memphis Police Department is going to come under question from the chief all the way down because a lot of people's lives were affected by this because there's going to be more there's going to be more people coming out and say they did the, they did the same thing to me and I was able to get away so I didn't get that they, they luckily and thank God they didn't kill me but they did the same thing to me pulled me over didn't give me a reason why they pulled me over didn't tell me why they were pulling me over so everything that they've ever done in that department. Everybody who was in charge of it, everybody who put it together, everybody who trained those officers, everybody's going to come into question now. So, just my humble opinion about that. Last week, of course, we had the State of the Union address. Uh, President Biden basically was um, going forth with new jobs, the economy's picking up. Um, of course, he spoke on the Tyree Nichols situation, he spoke on the war in Ukraine, he spoke on many, many subjects. And of course, he was heckled by a Republican, uh, Green, Marjorie Green, I think that's her name, Taylor Green. But it, it just seems like that every time there's a heckling at the State of the Union, Union address, it's always a Republican that's going towards a Democrat. I noticed that when Trump, when, when Trump was in office or when Bush was in office, no one did that. No one stood up and said, you're a liar. No one booed. No one just, just basically showed their natural ass in front of the entire world. So it's always a Republican that's doing that. It's always a Republican that's coming out and just acting like a spoiled, entitled, selfish, inconsiderate brat. It's just unnecessary and it's uncalled for. And just calling him a liar. So basically, where were you in the million with the lies and the, and the, and the, and the things that Trump said? You, you were hush, you were supportive, you didn't say anything about that. So. But um, I believe Biden will make a run at 2024's election. Uh, Trump is already gearing up. He's already got his money. He's already got his campaign. He's already got his, his following every, in every little town that you can think of that he's going to be that. So um, I don't think he initially came out and said that he's going to run, but I believe it's gearing up to him running again in 2024. So, yeah, that was just my... Uh, Thoughts on the State of the Union address. It's always a Republican that's doing the heckling at these, at these things. Former Vice President uh, Mike Pence was subpoenaed by the special counsel investigating Trump. So he is going to have to speak and give his account on what Trump did, especially when it pertains to January 6th. I would think since um, everybody out there was in support of Trump and basically wanted you to be uh, lynched, tarred, and feathered, for the entire world to see on that day, it shouldn't be no problem of you telling what you need to tell and saying what you need to say. Because, in my opinion, the man called you gutless, he called you a coward, he basically told his lynch mob, because that's exactly what it was. He told his lynch mob, his, his group of people, to come there and fight like hell and be prepared to do whatever. And one of the things that they wanted to do was basically bring you out and lynch you and beat you down or kill you and kill you in front of the entire world. So just my personal opinion, it shouldn't be that hard for him to, to go in there and subpoena and be and tell them exactly what they need to hear 
that finally put this investigation to rest because Trump needs, Trump needs to be arrested, he needs to be charged, he needs to be indicted. That's what needs to happen in this country because he's guilty. The man is guilty of sin. And anyone with common sense and anyone that has a half a conscience or a brain can see that. That's just my humble opinion. Um, <clears throat> Senator Santos last week, oh yeah, at the, uh, he was called out last week at the State of the Union address by uh, Mitt Romney. Basically, Romney wanted him to have a change. And from what Romney was saying, that you don't belong there. You shouldn't be there. You shouldn't be a senator because of all the lies and everything that you tell. The way you have frauded people and stuff, wrote bad checks. The man wrote bad checks in $15,000 against the veterans that he signed bad checks in order to, because the veterans were trying to get our service animals for it's just lying about your mother, lying about your education, write bad checks. It's just, you, you can't believe, it's to the point like you can't even believe a single word he says. So the fact that Romney called him out at the State of the Union address, I am not surprised. And just anxious to see what the investigations are going to come of that situation. Um, let's jump into some sports real quick. Um, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Super Bowl 57 champs. They defeated the Philadelphia Eagles last night by a score of 38 to 35 on a last second field goal to win the game. Patrick Mahomes was uh, he was um, awarded Super Bowl MVP. First half, he was a little shaky. You know, towards the first half, last today he had an ankle. Um, he had his ankle rolled up on, and that was the same ankle that he injured uh, a couple weeks ago in the AFC Championship game. So. He was grimacing in pain. He was limping. And a lot of people, they didn't look good. But uh, he came back out in the second half, maybe because they, they shot him up. Maybe they gave him some heat massages. Maybe they um, wrapped it, whatever they needed to do. And, of course, because the halftime show during the Super Bowl is extra long, gave him a little time to warm back up. And he came back out, man, on fire. He did his thing. He could not be denied. He would not be denied. And, um, listen. He showed last night in the second half why he was the MVP of the league and why he should have been named the Super Bowl MVP. The man, um, he had a perfect, had a perfect, damn near a perfect QBR rating of 96, if I'm not mistaken. And I will give the Philadelphia Eagles credit. Uh, Jalen Hurts, other than that fumble, had the game of his life. He showed why he was second in the MVP. Because, um, listen, other than that fumble, he threw for over 300 yards, um, a touchdown, and he um, and he uh, rushed for three touchdowns. He was the first quarterback to ever rush for three touchdowns, tying a Super Bowl record. Um, basically, from my standpoint of being a fan, the Philadelphia defense um, didn't, didn't, didn't do what they needed to do to stop Patrick Mahomes in the second half. When the Philadelphia Eagles, who led the league in sacks, had over 70 sacks, and they did not touch Patrick Mahomes one time. That was the difference in the game. The Eagles' defense did not touch Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes showed you exactly why he was the MVP, that scoop and score, and that uh, punt return by uh, Tony that he almost scored, but he set up the scoring play. It's all three phases of the game. Kansas City won that game last night. And so congratulations to them. They are... Two more 57 champs, two new Super Bowls under the Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid um, regime. <clears throat> I am super happy for Pat, um, Andy Reid because 
I've been living here in Philadelphia since 2005. And Andy Reid, of course, he was the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. So the fact that he beat Philadelphia in the second Super Bowl. And if you know Andy Reid, you know his story, you know everything that he went through on and off the field. He went through a lot. He went through a lot on the field and especially what he went through off the field. He went through hell. I mean, with his, with his children, it's, just, it's a lot. If you know Andy Reid, you know his situation. So the fact that he is in the later part of his career as a coach and to have a generational talent like Patrick Mahomes to be his quarterback and to have the talent that they have, the organization that they have in Kansas City, Kansas City will be here for a while because Patrick Mahomes is 27 years old. He is not even, he's not even scratched the surface of his prime yet. And so they're only going to get better. The Chiefs are going to be here for a while. So congratulations to them. Super Bowl 57 champs of the 2022 NFL season. And now that that's over with, comes the long offseason of the NFL. The NFL is a long offseason. It's just, it's just long. So there's no more football until August. The next thing you got to look forward to is free agency and then the draft. And it's just a long offseason. Long offseason. Uh, other Super Bowl things that I want to talk about real quick. Rihanna had a great show. Um, great show last night. It was her first time, I believe, performing in like five or six years, if I'm not mistaken. And she had a little reveal. She came out with a baby bump. And she is pregnant again. I believe her and Aesop Rocky will be expecting their second child, uh, I guess, sometime this year. So um, I heard the first child, I think, is nine months, if I'm not mistaken. So. Uh, she's pregnant again with her second child. She had a great show, came out, just basically just wowed the crowd with the, with the, with the lights and the colors and the, and the stage presence and just the, the singing every note. The crowd was singing along. So I believe she's going to drop, if I'm not mistaken, drop a new album maybe sometime this year. But uh, congratulations to her on a great halftime show. Also, I want to say congratulations to LeBron James last week. He became the NBA all-time leading scorer. Uh, surpassing Kareem Abu-Jabbar, who held the record for 39 years. Um, Kareem, I mean, LeBron now stands alone at the top of the NBA scoring in his 20th season, and he is playing better than ever, which is amazing for him to be in his 20th season and still look like he did when he was in his 5th or 10th or 15th season. It's just amazing, and it's just a, um, a tribute to who, to his work ethic, what he does to stay in shape in the, during the offseason, how he takes care of himself, and his love for the game. Um, the best all-around player that I've ever seen because not only is the NBA leading scorer of all time, he's like fourth or fifth in assists. He's like fifth to sixth in rebounds. So he's his all-around game is crazy. And the fact that he's still going strong in year 20, he hasn't fallen off any cliff. And so he's saying that he wants to continue to play probably for another couple of years because he wants the chance to play with his son. And I believe his son is graduating high school this year. And so by the time LeBron decides to hang it up and retire, that number can be well over 40,000 points because it's at 38,000 now, 38,390. So by the time LeBron James is done and calls it a career, it will be 40,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, 2,000 assists which there's only maybe two guys playing now that if they stay healthy and they play long enough, that can maybe get close 
in the top five or getting close to his record, that maybe is Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. Those are the only two guys that I can see. <clears throat> and like I said, if they stay healthy <clears throat> and they play long enough and they play at a high level, those are the only two guys that I can see right now that has a shot of getting anywhere close to his record. Because I don't see it. And by the time I just say, Lord, by the time he's done, that number's going to be out there past Jupiter somewhere. So congratulations to LeBron on surpassing Kareem. And also, <clears throat> thank you, Kareem, because your standard of excellence and how you were able to sustain that excellence in the league is beyond um, words. Because that record stood for 39 years. And you think about all the great scores that came after Kareem. You think about Kobe, you think about Michael Jordan, you think about Carl Malone. Alan Iverson, Dirk Nowitzki, you think about all the great scores in this league. And Kareem held on to that record for 39 years until LeBron came and broke it. So congratulations to LeBron. Also, I want to say congratulations to the uh, 2023 Hall of Fame class that got announced at the NFL Honors last week. The headliners is uh, Darrell Reeves, Zach Thomas, and my boy DeMarcus Ware, uh, the all-time sack leader for in Cowboys history. Also, he won a Super Bowl. He was also a Super Bowl champion with the home Denver Broncos in 2016. Well-deserved, well-earned. So definitely looking forward to seeing that class being inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in August of this year. Uh, my boy Darren Woodson hopefully will get in there soon. Didn't happen this year, but hopefully he will get in there because his numbers, his credentials, his rings, his stats is up there with any safety in the NFL Hall of Fame. Darren Woodson, Woody, number 28. He should be in the Hall of Fame. That's just my personal opinion. Other Cowboy news want to get into. Michael Irvin um, is filing a $100 million lawsuit because apparently during the Super Bowl week last week, he, um, a lady claimed some sort, some type of misconduct against Irvin, saying that I don't know exactly what he did or said to her, but apparently there was eyewitnesses at the hotel that said Michael Irvin got back to the hotel. I guess him and the woman said something or shook, said words. He shook her hand. He went on about this hotel room alone. That was it. And <clears throat> basically she said another thing happened, which caused Michael Irvin to be removed from the NFL Network and ESPN during Super Bowl week. And Michael Irvin said, you know what, I'm not having it. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't say anything wrong. And he is filing a $100 million lawsuit for defamation of character. Listen, um, I am in totally agreement with him because you have too many people who think that they can say and do whatever they want to anybody famous because they have a lot of money and they think that they can ruin their name and ruin their reputation. Now, we all know Michael Irvin's history. We all know Michael Irvin's story of how he overcame a lot of things while he was playing. And he has fought through that, gotten better, did what he needed to do, and has been on a straight and narrow ever since. And so the fact that you have this lady saying that he did this or he did that is not right. If it's a lie, I don't blame Michael Irvin. Stand your ground, prove your innocence, sue them, because they certain people like this need to be made an example of. You can't just go around saying anything you want about anybody just because you're trying to get some money out. Yeah, countersuit, defamation of character. You will not slander my name or my reputation. I think you're going to get away with it. So kudos to Mike Irvin for standing up for himself. Uh, just found out that uh, <clears throat> Brett Favre is seeking his charges to be dropped, of course, in the welfare case 
that is facing him in Mississippi. Um, of course, we all know that he took uh, $5 million from the state of Mississippi in welfare funds and government funds, trying to get a brand new state-of-the-art soccer stadium or soccer complex built on the University of Southern Mississippi, his alma mater in Hattiesburg. Uh, he's basically suing people for the defamation of character, but it's not defamation of character if your name is on text, text, emails, and you're basically asking these government officials, if we do it this way or we do it that way, will we get caught? That's basically you're admitting you're guilty. You're admitting that you have something to do with it. Your name is splattered all over. So the fact that you're trying to get these charges dropped because you're a Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion, blah, 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 doesn't change the fact that you did this and you were a part of it. So, listen. I don't think he'll do a day in jail. I don't think he'll, he probably won't even have to pay a fine. I don't know. But the fact that the damage has been done, and people definitely see you in a different light. So, it is what it is. Be anxious to see what happens with that. Um, on a sadder note, my mom just called me and gave me some news about my cousin Andrew. Andrew Smith, president of Chicago, um, passed away earlier today. Um, my cousin Andrew was like a big brother to me. Talked a lot, shared some laughs, told me, taught me a lot about life, about growing up, about a whole bunch of things. And I knew that there was one person that no matter what, he always showed you love. He always cared about you. He was always there for you. I was gonna try to be able to do anything he could for you. And Drew was a <laughs> He had a way about him, his personality, you know, he would just, he'll make you think, he'll make you laugh, he'll make you just, so I will miss my cousin. I will definitely miss my cousin, and um, I hadn't seen him in a while, it had been a long time since I saw him, but my memories of my childhood, when he would come home for Christmas or during summer vacations, and we would just ride around, just talk about different things, and talk about life, and just, some lessons and things that he told me and learned that I learned from him. I still use and I stick with me for the rest of my life. So, uh, rest in peace, cuz. You will definitely be missed by me and everybody in your family. And, um, yeah, you will definitely be missed, man. We all come from different races, backgrounds, cultures, places, and statuses, but we are more unlike than we are different. We can see each other's human, find common ground and interest, and begin to pick each other's brain and to dig into the core of each other's perspective and peacefully. Only then can we begin to heal each other and truly bridge the gap between all of us. It's another episode of The Bridge. Get out with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, Kush, Kush. I will be posting this to Anchor Podcast as well as to my Facebook and my Twitter page. Uh, stay safe, people. Go get vaccinated. Go get the booster shot. Uh, take care of each other. And I will talk with you guys again next week. Until then, have a good one. Peace.